As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to No Bunts, the show for the casual baseball fan on the Athletic Podcast Network, brought to you by your sports-loving friends at No Dunks. I'm Tass Mellis, with me another baseball-loving friend, J.E. Skeets. Definitely a casual. Yeah. But I'm pumped for the postseason, so I'm happy to be here. Glad you're here. Yeah. The man making the magic happen, J.D. Hello. There he is. I'm very pumped as well. It sounds like it, guys. It sounds like it. It was a fun weekend of baseball. Actually, we kind of took one game in altogether. Mm. We were watching, unfortunately, Jays Mariners part two. Game two was terrible. Uh, it was. Uh, so we're not going to start with that. Okay, good. That's just too much. It's we'll too get depressing. to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Some great reactions from Blue Jays fans that you'll hear from. A blast. But we're not going to start with that. It was because overall. It was a fun weekend of baseball. That's what I was going to ask you right away. Was this a success to most baseball fans, to MLB, this new three-game series, but it's all in you know one location? Feels like it 100%, was. 100%. Yeah. Okay. 100%. The scheduling, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, kind of, they kind of took a little bit of uh, – and unfortunately, it doesn't sound like it was prominent on your feed, but they, I think they did get mm-hmm. some of that – shine that they wanted to get you know college and nfl football are, are gonna take some of right. theirs but i think they they did really well everybody is pretty pumped the home field advantage did not work out as, <laughs> it was as the opposite yeah it was the opposite but this is a nice setup and now we've got a day off where we're talking here and then the ds series starts so i like that yeah i like that they're right into it yes like one day basically off yeah. yes uh, you know there's your best pitchers can't pitch at the beginning of the ds if you pitch in the wild card series oh, so yeah. there's so there's that there's that Good factor point. that's why you want those buys but we had lots of great moments honestly a lot of great moments it was very fun so we will share our moments if you're amongst the bleacher creatures watching mm. live, share your moments, and we'll get to those later on. But I got to say, starting with the first wild card series, I got to say, the Cleveland Guardians, they're my team now. Now that the Jays are long gone, <laughs> of the eight squads remaining, I think they're the most exciting. They're the youngest. They've got the most energy. They play small ball. They don't just do it with the dingers. Mm-hmm. They did it with the dingers this weekend. But anyways, I, I'm pretty pumped for them. they got a really long World Series drought, 1948. 
the smallest market left. Uh, and I am I am jacked because they got the the vibes, the Cinderella yep. team vibes. First game as they hosted the Tampa Rays on Friday, uh, the Tampa had scored in the top of the sixth, the first run of the game, so they're up one nothing. And then the bottom of the the inning, a two run jack from their best player, Jose Ramirez. Cleveland was second last in home runs this season, but they got one in this one, and that's all they needed. They won two one. Shane Bieber, no relation no? To, to Justin. To Justin. It's not from Stratford. <laughs> I didn't play basketball with him at the Y. Uh, you sure? He only allowed one run over seven and two-thirds innings. He beat Shane McClanahan, who is a Cy Young candidate. So I mentioned uh, the seven and two-thirds because this weekend there were a lot of pitchers going long. Yeah, okay. I thought that too. It's starting to happen. It's a, di- but- a little bit different vibes than the regular season where you give the ball to the starting pitcher. You know you're yanking it from him in the fifth. Yeah. But there were some. But not all who got a leash hmm. uh, this weekend. And so what's the thinking there? It's like, I mean, I guess the games just are of that much importance. Yeah. They're like, if they're rolling, let them keep rolling. Yeah. Yeah, a couple things. Uh, we need to survive. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to pitch our best players. But but I'll get to game two here. The opposite was thought of by the Tampa Bay Rays. They yanked their guy pretty early because mm. they thought the best way was not to have their guy face the Guardians lineup a third time, which is the old, not the old, but like the new old adage in baseball yeah. now, you can't have your pitcher face the lineup for a third time. They so, figured them out. Yeah. It's timing. Yeah, and the numbers definitely drop off with a lot of guys. Uh, batting averages go up and and pitchers kind of stink the third time through. But yeah, that I think that's part of it uh, as well as um, just let them, let sort of let our best guys decide it, which... I, I like as well. But as I said, game two, that changed. Actually, we'll start with the Guardian side because Tampa yanked their guy. But the Guardian side, Tristan McKenzie, mm-hmm. you got to see this guy. 6'5", 165. Uh, I saw you tweet out a photo. He's so thin. I, I, I called him the Victor Wembenyama of Major League Baseball. Now, I don't have anything to go on when I say that. Just that they're thin. They're very thin. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Like with the bait, baseball outfit, you look even skinnier. Yeah. Like it's that looks like it's they a, couldn't get his sizing. Like Yeah, I definitely found a photo where there's baggy it's stuff. Baggy, I yeah. think he's I think he is more appropriately fitted. Oh, good. Uh, recently. But yeah, he is he is coming into his own. He wasn't ready the last couple of years, but now this is this is one of these Guardians players, youngest team in the league that's mm-hmm. coming on. He was hurling great for the Guardians to start this game. On the other side, as I said, Tyler Glass now removed after five shutout innings, and he had only pitched 63 pitches. Okay. So he was almost through the order a second time. They actually yanked him before the number nine hitter. He didn't even stay in to face that, and it was hilarious what happened because in the sixth inning, so we're still in a scoreless game, McKenzie and now Pete Fairbanks in for the Tampa Rays. First pitch, I think we have it, J.D., he threw it to the sky. Oh, wow. He threw it way over everything. He walked the first two batters, and then the trainer came to him, and, and he said, um, uh, I can't feel my fingers. Did some lip reading here. Uh, he said, I can't feel my hand is it, what he said. Was it cold? It was cold in Cleveland, but you've been warming up. Yeah. I, I'm a yeah, little yeah. confused. I can't feel my hand. Pinched a nerve or something. Yeah, there's some guys looking at their hands a lot. There's hand incidents this weekend in wild card weekend. So Pete Fairbanks, he's out of there. Two hitters. He comes on, walks two guys. And then the next pitcher, Jason Adam, hits one of the Cleveland Guardians. So we got bases loaded. 
There's no runs on the board, but all of a sudden, Jason Adam K is the next guy, and then a double play, oh and then he's that. out of it. So what? we're scoreless through six. We're scoreless through seven. We're scoreless through eight. We're scoreless through nine. Until the 15th inning, a run isn't scored oh my God, in a, a baseball lot, That's game. a lot of baseball. That's it was. a lot of baseball. <laughs> I got to say, it was a nice Saturday afternoon, though. It was It was moving quickly. In the end, it was five hours of baseball. Um, for 15 innings, like, yeah, it's not, not, bad. not that bad. That's not bad for yeah. the playoffs. Uh, in the end, Oscar Gonzalez, bang, for the Cleveland Guardians to send them into the next round of walk-off. Walk-off. The series ending. Series ending, Jack. How many times has that happened in MLB history? Like 10? Yeah, yeah, ballpark? Yeah. yeah, our man Jason Stark on The Athletic has the numbers. I will say no playoff game has ever been scoreless into the 15th, I think. I think it happened into the 11th or 12th, but not wow. this far. Um, so... This is uh, what you you have somebody in your life that says that there's something uh, unique in every baseball game. Yeah, or my something? mom says that. Oh, your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think my grandpa told my mom that, and my mom told me that in every baseball game ever played, there's something unique. Now, I don't know if that's true, but it sounds cool. <laughs> hey, I wanted to get that in there because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something new in every baseball game. You saw something new in this baseball yeah. game, Corey Kluber, because I love that name. Allowed the home run. Just wanted to mention that. But the Guardians now 26-6 and six over their last 32. Oh, so they're hot. They're cooking as they go in to face the New York Yankees. Now, they're, they're going to be the underdog in this series against the Yankees in the DS. But they got I'm nothing, taking they got nothing to lose. You're taking them. I'm taking them. Oh, you're Guardians. making predictions here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, why not? Now, this is best of five. Best of five starts Tuesday. Okay. And uh, they have... Are they playing Wednesday as well? Uh, anyways. Probably. Um, yeah, they're taking a day off. It's it's different. Oh. All four series are going Tuesday, so we got four series left, two DS in each uh, league. Yeah. But only two of them are going on Tuesday. Oh. They're, they're, they are starting to take some breaks. And that was the thing No, you're that, saying all four go on Tuesday, and then two sorry, go two on two are Wednesday. going Wednesday. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for correcting me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was one thing that people liked about this weekend. In, is that it, it reminded people of a regular season, you know, three straight games. Yeah. And but now there are going to be some uh, some breaks, but also that's meant for travel as well. That but the one game into the first game into the second game having a break, weird. But anyway, yeah, that that, that is odd. Anyways, I'm taking the Guardians. Uh, we talked about the odd vibes on uh, No Dunks today about the Golden State Warriors. There's some odd vibes with the Yanks. Their bullpen is straggling. Okay. Our oldest Chapman, he missed a, a workout on Sunday, and he's not even on the division series roster. I saw that. He is. He was. He's been struggling big time. He just can't find the plate. He's their second highest paid pitcher, 18 mil, out of the bullpen. But. Um, yeah. They had him as the closer, but they don't. They have a, some serious problems. While the Guardians got everything going for them. Speaking of problems, let's get to the worst series of them all. Hold on, hold on. I got a theory about this guy's hand. Yeah, you do? yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Raynaud syndrome. Ever heard of that? No. No. It's. Uh, I have it. I get it sometimes when it's cold. Okay. Okay. And it constricts the blood vessels in your hands, and you can't feel them. So okay. it usually starts with my middle finger, and then it'll sometimes it'll affect my whole hand. So wow. it it comes on with cold, yeah, but also stress. Mm. <laughs> and I'm looking at his hand, and it's like what it, your hand basically turns white and almost blue. So I think that's what it wow. is. Wow, doctor, yeah. doctor Doyle, Rain- Ray- Raynaud syndrome, I believe Raynaud? it's called Raynaud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. My house. That's had, my hot take. My house had Radon syndrome. 
the gas that uh, oh radon goes, <laughs> yeah radon <laughs> it's not a syndrome I was like uh, was Tommy what? Chong's daughter radon Chong no um, yeah, yeah radon yeah you a lot of radon radon's it's a, it's everywhere a problem here, in, here in Georgia yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways Raynaud uh, listen uh, I'm buying the stress yeah that it, that it, it started from stress because there's a lot of a lot of pitchers I say a lot there's a few pitchers looking at their hands this weekend and uh, he couldn't feel his hand. I, but it, 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 it was chilly. I don't know the temperature in mm. uh, on, on Lake Erie there, but everyone was, you know, they were bundled up. But you know you're coming into the game, yeah. Fairbanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Couldn't it, couldn't it just be an excuse? I mean, this happens in basketball all the time. 100%. Guys, they hit 100%. air ball. And, ah, looking at his hands. Got blame, you got to blame it on something. Walk. It looks really pale. Like, it looks white, though, the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure. That's all. That's why I thought. Yeah, that's not, I've been there. That's I'm looking at that guy's hand going, I've been there. And it doesn't have to be that cold either. Mm. If right. you're stressed out, it just brings the bo- the blood back to the heart, away from the extremities. Wow. And if you got it, then you got it. Are you saying his hand looked fair, Banks? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the Mariners Blue Jays. Crazy. God. Um, the Mariners jumped on Jay starter Alec Manoa in game one. First inning. Scored three runs. Yeah. It just it sucked the life out of the Rogers Center. And you could say that the Mariners have a little bit of a Cinderella feel going on, too. Sure. Uh, first time in the playoffs since 2001. Cal Raleigh walked them off with a home run to clinch their postseason berth. Mm-hmm. And then he hit a two-run homer against Alec Manoa in the first inning. So that they feel good, obviously. And then on the other side, I mean, this – the Jays couldn't hit anything yeah. in game Who one. was that pitcher on the mound for the Mariners game one, though? Luis Castillo. I watched a lot of that game, and I would, like I don't watch a ton of baseball, but I was like, this guy looks invincible. I was yeah. like, he, they weren't close to hitting him. So, it was, yeah, it's a bit on it's on the batters, but he was also feeling it. And then I saw people, I, like they were saying, he's, I guess when he is on, he is like that. Mm. Um, so he was incredible in game one. Yeah, it was uh, when I was watching that too. I think everybody, even if you're a casual baseball fan, you can see what was happening with him. Like, there was some serious movement. Yeah, and and you're right, they weren't close. Like they were just swinging and missing, or he was sawing off bats. Yeah. Like it was running up on yep. their hands, and he'd they'd swing. He had a lot of movement going on. So yeah, they did a uh, a cool move uh, because they didn't allow the Yankees to get Luis Castillo at the deadline. A lot of people thought that Luis Castillo pitched for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, and they weren't going anywhere, so th- everyone thought the Yankees. I'd say a lot of people thought the Yankees were going to get Luis oh, Castillo, but the Mariners came so he in. So an addition to this team. Yeah, okay. deadline, and essentially has become their ace. Uh, so Damn. they look good to go along with uh, Robbie Ray, who started game number two, former Blue Jay, Cy Young winner last year. And uh, Jay's got on him. Yeah. <laughs> looked It looked so good. Yeah, we left Porch Fest. <laughs> All the bands playing at Porch Fest, JD's kids, Lincoln and Jackson, Killing it, chop suey happening, That's right. and then uh, we came in. I was, I was pumped to watch the game at our buddy Grisha's house on YouTube because I just turned it on. We were like, I think it was the top of the third, and as soon as you turn on the game, it says you can watch key plays if you click this. So boom, get to watch, <laughs> get to watch every key play. Amazing. That's pretty cool. That's how you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you can watch. Baseball. That's how you watch a baseball game. <laughs> not an ad. Not an ad. Uh, yeah, definitely not an ad. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty neat uh, to watch Teoscar Hernandez hit his first homer. You know, watching back the key plays, and then I think it was the third inning, uh, he hit his second dinger. Yeah. So two at bats, two dingers, and then he got another at bat. These these are the good moments for the Blue Jays. Things are rolling. He got another at bat with the bases loaded. He wanted to jack another one. And he got hit by a pitch, and he was pissed that he didn't get to swing the right, bat. Right. 
Okay, so those are the good days. Jays are up 8-1. They're up seven runs. Cue the collapse. Oh, this is on me. Why is They're that? They're up 8-1. We're at the we're at days. We're watching this game. And I mean, you know, I'm like, well, it's over. Like, we've got this one. What a bounce back. Great. Oh, for sure. I was like, all right, game three. We're, like, I'm thinking, where are we watching game three? Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'm done with it. I'm like, the game's over. I'll, uh, go, I'll actually go out on the porch and, and drink a beer. <laughs> so I checked out and... Yeah, it's my fault. Sorry, Jays fans. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said we kind of watched this game together because we were kind of. Yeah, it was attention. on still, but yeah. I wasn't really watching when they were after they were up eight one. Yeah. No, it felt like it was over. Come on. Yeah, uh, th- we'll get to uh, how many teams come back from down seven. Not very many. <laughs> so eight one in the sixth inning, bases loaded with two out. It's still a seven run game here in the sixth. Jays lefty reliever Tim Mesa comes in. His first pitch, another wild one. Uh, a runner scores on the wild pitch. Then two pitches later, Carlos Santana, not that one. He, yeah. hits, he hits a three-run jack, and now it's 8-5. Hmm. There was some ridicule. Tim Meza, a lefty coming in, turned Carlos Santana around because he's a switch hitter. His right side, hitting from the right side, is his better side. So why are you bringing Meza? Ah. I don't think that's the problem. The the, the uh, there's just some bad luck because nine six now we're now we're nine six it's it's a still a three run gap it's the eighth inning now the Mariners have the bases loaded Jay's closer Jordan Romano comes in bloop shot into center bases loaded here bloop shot into center and the shortstop and center fielder collide oh yeah that was scary Bichette and Springer yeah it wasn't anyone's fault I don't say no I mean it was hit in the perfect spot exactly. for the two of them to think they had the best chance at the at the play yeah right and it's also like I mean you know it's it's not like a super high pop fly so it's like I got it I got it there's no time really for that no uh, I don't I don't even, is anybody at fault there like I don't think so no it's I don't like, I don't think that anyone called it I, I don't I don't think anyone had a, a clear shot as you said yeah. And so the ball kind of scoots away as, as as they hit each other, and three runs score on the play. So we're tied up at nine. Good. And, yeah, I, I mentioned Jordan Romano, who has been lights out, all except when he lit that cigarette during the uh, Blue Jays celebration. <laughs> He's been lights out. But there was a lot of, hey, our best pitcher's coming in. Our, our best pitcher is what we need here in this instance to finish off a game, key moment, as we said, these key games that are so important. Mm-hmm. So Romano coming in the eighth. Uh, anyways, that wasn't his problem. He he came in, he inherited some runners, but he came in in the ninth. I, I say that because would he have been a little bit more polished, a little bit more better just to, uh, in an instance where he just pitched one inning because they scored off him in the top of the ninth. And it's all said and done. 10-9, the biggest road comeback in postseason history. Down seven. There have been some bigger ones. Uh, Jason Stark of The Athletic broke it down if you want to get weird and wacky with the numbers because some big, big uh, comebacks, some some, some some interesting numbers from this weekend. And uh, it is the biggest comeback in a playoff clincher. Oh, there you go. Uh, but maybe it was the rally shoes. Yeah, I did see this. <laughs> this is a you, thing. Yeah, you brought this up to me. Yeah. Like, Whoa. What's going on? So if you're on YouTube, you're seeing a gentleman who was in the Mariners Stadium because this, like this, this rally shoe, yeah, was in uh, former Safeco Field. I don't know what it's called now, but in the Mariners Stadium, people were putting shoes on their heads <laughs> and it helped the Mariners win. So this just starts with one guy doing it, right? Just for shits and giggles. And then it's like the classic, it's like, oh my God, they start start chipping away at this. And then, you know, oh, people start 
going along with the rally shoes, taking off their shoe, putting it on their head. I showed you a clip where they did come back, yeah. and they cut back to uh, all the fans uh, in Seattle watching. And, like, I mean, it's like, you know, a, a quick shot of 100 people. There's, like, you could count, like, 20 people with a shoe on their head. <laughs> and other people holding their shoe. It probably had fallen off their head when they're celebrating. Uh, so the rally shoe. Call them Cinderella. They're putting shoes on their heads that don't fit or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that Birkenstock, that's great. Great. That looks guy looks great. It does. It looks fine. I mean, <laughs> how do they stay up there? It is good. Balance. <laughs> I've seen you balance a million things before. I know. Like, on, on when, head, when you make shoulder. it see, when you make it sa- when you say they're cheering, they well, weren't yeah, cheering. I, yeah, they, these... they don't move their head. I mean, yeah. they're <laughs> cheering. Yeah. I don't think like it's interesting. <laughs> would you do it if you didn't have a hat on? Mm. I would not want to take the my my shoe. <laughs> it's walking around. Uh, and putting that right on my hat or on my head, on my hair. But if I had a hat on, eh, who cares? Yeah. I'm washing it anyway. This is the cleanest Birkenstock That's, I've seen yeah. ever, I think. You got to put it on, regardless if you have a hat on, Skeets. That attitude right there is what lost <laughs> us yeah. this game. Yeah, you're right. You're while right. you're sitting outside. Uh, and uh, it wasn't just us who were hurt. There were a bunch of Blue Jays fans who were in pain. So I guess we'll play this via <laughs> Global News. That was the worst experience I've ever had at a sporting event in my life. 8-1. When you're up by a touchdown in baseball, <laughs> you should not lose. You should be able to figure it you out. Sh- that was terrible. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I never want to watch baseball again. Never. Sports are banned in Toronto. We're done. Sports are not for us. I think we'd be used to it. We're Toronto fans. It happens every year, every year, man. I'm honestly distraught at the moment. Uh, I can't put it into words. It's terrible. The only thing I have to hang my hat on is the 2019 Toronto Raptors. Shout out, Raptors. But literally, that's the only thing that I've ever had to celebrate in my life. I was five years old the last time the Jays won a pennant. It's absolutely pathetic. Oh, you don't know how good you have it. Jeez. Yeah. It's a wild. Yeah. You guess you were born in 1988. Get over it. It's fine. Um, yeah. The Jays haven't won in a while. It's true. Yeah. Amar Khan of Global News just found a perfect mix. Of, <laughs> he went to the right spot. I don't yeah. know where he was. None of those guys felt like they were from actually Toronto to me either. It was a lot of uh, Southern Ontario vibe. I was getting. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Yeah, they're uh, from the burbs, like yeah, like, like where, I, where I'm from for sure. Yeah, um, that was uh, sad, very sad. It would be fun to do actually. Like uh, you know, streeters sort of generally suck. We've done a lot of them in our yeah. day, but the, the 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 crowd coming out that's disappointed yeah. is always yeah. it's it's more hilarious than the pumped crowd coming out. Had totally. they won that game and pushed the game, through. sad streeters are hilarious. Yeah, they're yeah, sad streeters. That's the best way to put it. All right. Well, I wonder if uh, Mariners fans are going to be sad after they face the Astros in the next round okay. division, division series in uh, Houston. Houston, I keep saying they're sort of under the radar as one of the better teams in baseball because the Dodgers are taking a lot of shine as a 111-win team in the National League. A lot of stories with the Braves playing basically at the Dodgers' sort of pace for most of the season. And the Astros just flying on the radar. Everybody's talking about the Yankees. Houston, easily the best team in the American League, so they should be the favorite to come out of it, but Astros Mariners should be a blast. Did you crap on the Jays enough, though? That was disappointing, wasn't it? I didn't crap on them enough. You're right. Yeah, because uh, not maybe you, but you were a Jays fan, so you're cheering for them, but we've had other friends like, oh, they're going to win the World Series and all this. I forgot about I forgot about yeah. yeah, Joel McMillan, former guest on this show, said the Jays should fold after after them (laughs) losing. 
He would have been. He'd make a great sad streeter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it would have been better if they won and lost in three, I guess. But they just got it over with. Uh, <laughs> you gotta commend them for that. I mean, it's 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 hard. You want you want your best pitchers to pitch pretty well, and Alec Manoa was very disappointing as well. Even though you know he kind of found his way mm-hmm. in game one. Yeah, it's it's sad, it's and and and. and uh, a three-game set obviously increases the likelihood of an upset, mm-hmm. and anything can friggin' happen yep. in a, in a three-game set. Five-game sets here coming up in the division series, so a little more telling of who the better team is. Mm-hmm. Mariners visiting the Astros, as I said, and the Yankees hosting the Guardians. Uh, we'll be back to discuss that next week, obviously. Uh, the championship series as 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 they are on the uh, the doorstep after these division series. But we will take a quick break and talk about the National League. Mets collapsing as well uh, <laughs> against the Padres, and we'll talk about some bunts. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Welcome back to No Bunts. Safeco Field's actual name is T-Mobile Park, according to Scott Wyman, and, it, and that's the proper name. But it's always Safeco to me. You know, it's a little Roger Center. <laughs> yeah, Skydome. Sky yeah. yeah. Safeco. You ever been to I have. Safeco slash T-Mobile Park? one of the rare parks outside of uh, uh, the Skydome that I have been to. Yeah, I caught a Mariners game. Geez, a long time ago. I saw Ichiro. Yeah. Play. yeah, yeah. It was great. We were way up in the nosebleeds, but uh, beautiful night. I remember at the park. Yeah, it's fun. Nice, gorgeous park. If you ask me. Very, very beautiful yeah. park, and a lot of Canadians go down. Yeah, that's right. It's not that far. Yeah. All right, moving on to uh, Trey Kirby's favorite series because the Mets lost uh, to the San Diego Padres while he was here uh, recording our. Our first show, he's laughing at the Mets. I'm sure he'll be on no bunts in the coming weeks to talk about uh, the Braves. Yeah. Hopefully a division series win for them. But anyways, the Mets, yeah, they collapsed in this series. You wouldn't say they collapsed to lose their division lead because they played good ball. The Braves were just better. But in this one, they had a home field advantage. They lost game one, 7-1. Max Scherzer supposed to be their ace. And then Josh Bell, Trent Grisham, Jerickson Profar, Manny Machado, ding, 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 ding. Four homers. Uh, and it was a quick 7-1 win. Josh Bell, a guy who came in over as part of the Juan Soto deal, he only had three home runs the last two months. He's the DH in the first inning. It's a little change there because you got the NL, NL, DHs no. came through. Two-run opposite field dinger. Uh, another guy who hasn't been playing well, Trent Grisham. The last month of the season, he hit 107. He had a 184 average this season. But Bob Melvin says, you're in, kid. He <laughs> believes in him, and what a weekend he had. You Darvish, he got out of the uh, jam after jam after jam to start that game, which kind of flies under the radar because Padres were just dinging home runs. But they went 7-1. The Mets came back. Mm-hmm. They won game two on Saturday. They won 7-3. Uh, 
And it was kind of weird. It was 3-2 Mets going into the seventh. Into the seventh. And they brought out their closer. Are we going to have a three-inning save opportunity for Edwin Diaz? Oh, trumpet man. The trumpet man. Yeah. And the broadcast didn't even show the trumpets. What? I don't think they were well, ready. That, that's why they lost right there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, oh, they, they won, they won that game. They won that oh, game. Oh, they weren't ready. <laughs> they may have I not see, been that ready yeah, because yeah. it was going into the top of the seventh. A closer had come in. Anyways, it, it was wild. I was just wondering, is this going to be a three-inning save opportunity? Is he really going to go three innings? Because they're, they're just desperate. They they wanted their best pitchers pitching. But uh, the Mets blew it open in the bottom of the seventh after Edwin Diaz did a good job to get out of the top of the seventh. So Diaz came out for the eighth. He didn't even finish the eighth. So that, that didn't even happen. A big hit uh, during that seventh when the Mets blew it open was Jeff McNeil's noblest bat. I want to show you this. Okay. This is yeah. It's interesting. Oh, this blows my mind. Yeah, weird, huh? That's weird. <laughs> Why? What's his reasoning? Does he talked about it? So Jeff McNeil won a batting title with the, the, this bat this season. Uh, he is. He says it it uh, evens out the weight of the bat huh. to to not have a knob on it. So if you're on YouTube, you're you're, you're seeing a bat. That, yeah, it just kind of has the knob. Off of it, it kind of goes a little bit thicker towards the, yeah, the bottom of it. A little bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just a weird looking piece of it lumber. Looks like a piece of bone marrow. He's <laughs> batting with. Yeah. I'd love to suck some. <laughs> suck some, some cork out of that. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> uh, he's got bone marrow in that bat. That's the secret. Wow. That's why you won a batting title this year. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jacob DeGrom, the Mets' other ace, unlike Scherzer, he did get it done. They won. Although Trent Gershom hit another home run. Again, 184 hitter. Do you think Bob Melvin, is that the, That's the Bob, manager? Bob. Do you think Bob Melvin calls Trent Grisham my buddy Grish? <laughs> what do you think? I hope so. You have to assume so, right? Yes. Or my buddy Grish, our buddy Grish, your buddy Grish. Our it buddy has Grish. to happen with Trent Grisham. Hey, boys, our buddy Grish did it tonight. Yeah. Give him a round of, sounds give good. Him a round of applause. Yeah. Uh, he homered off Scherzer and DeGrom back-to-back nights. Again, he had 184 this year. You're going to keep putting him in the lineup? Yeah. He's sitting in the eight hole, and he came through He's again due. and again and again. And then game three, the only series that went the distance this weekend. And the Padres, uh, they got some... Good pitching and some unexpected hitting early. Austin Nola, the Padres' number nine hitter, two RBI single in the second inning, so it's 2 nothing. Grisham again knocked in another run with a single. It's 3 nothing. And then Manny Machado, after Juan Soto performed a sacrifice bunt, Juan Soto was uh, actually trying to bunt for a hit, which was surprising because Juan Soto is a great hitter. Why do you need to? Do you need to bunt? But <laughs> right, he's, right. he saw a hole in the thir- on the third base side. He tried to bunt. Uh, it wasn't a, a perfect bunt, so he was thrown out at first. That ended up being a sacrifice bunt. Uh, and Machado knocked one in. And you want to talk about strange scenes. To start the sixth inning, Padres starter Joe Musgrove is cooking. And Mets manager Buck Showalter comes out and starts talking to the umpires. And all of a sudden, oh boy. you've got an umpire on the pitching mound touching Joe Musgrove's hat, rubbing his ears, Trying to trying to see if he has any sticky substance on any part of his head that he could go to with his fingers because Buck Showalter asked for it. And it has been an issue the last couple of years. Sticky substances either on pitchers' hats or somewhere on their uh, upper body. Up, neck and higher, usually. <laughs> a gentle caress there of his, yeah. <laughs> his sideburn. <laughs> and and uh, they found nothing. They found nothing on Joe Musgrove's neck head area 
Amazing. Baseball's incredible. Hey, yeah. Like he had to ask. Did he have to ask him? Hey, can I touch can your I ears? Sh- it looked well, like he yeah, did. It looked. Did. Yeah. Like, go yeah. ahead. I think you told him. Now, his ears were ridiculously shiny the entire night. Mm. They were. They were very shiny. Just. Just looking at him now. There are. Uh, players actually andrew mccutcheon plays for the brewers he tweeted i guarantee musgrove has red hot on his ears it's something that's not sticky at all it's not what that's not the purpose of it it's it's literally something that burns your ears yeah just to sort of to focus you it's like oh come on yeah people do it (laughs) yeah yeah. so like it's sort of like a like a smelling salt almost but it's a thing you put on your but it's something that physical it's it's a product called Red Hot. Wow! It just I guess it's like a mental, yeah, <laughs> something that helps you focus. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, my ears are on fire. I better pitch well now. Right. Uh, that's what Andrew McCutcheon said. Uh, I understand now. Looking at the numbers, actually, uh, Jason Stark of the Athletic tweeted out the reason why Buck Walter probably went out there is because his spin rate for each of his pitches, spin rate, oh mean, meaning, yeah, yeah, meaning the ball actually turning, revolutions of the ball was way higher across the board. They're doing this. They're right, obviously calculating right. it. There's a there's a chart out there for you know how much Jason red Stark. hot the guy has on his ears that has to keep track of the spin rate on the yeah. baseball. Yeah, focus on that for nine <laughs> innings. Yeah, the revolutions per minute were up higher. So Showalter, wow. listen, it was a desperate spot. Yeah. through five innings, they're down four nothing. I'm gonna go see if this guy's got sticky stuff. I mean, on on his hat. It's and, a slick move, I guess. Uh, pun maybe intended. Yeah. Uh, to just get him out of his rhythm. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. t- at the very least. But and, I guess did it work? Not really. Uh, no, it didn't work. But yeah, it's something you got to try. And again, every inning, if you watch a baseball game, a pitcher is uh, approached by an umpire at the end of every inning. And the pitcher comes off and the umpire checks his stuff. Wow. And so it's a thing now because it was a, a huge issue. Mainly last year, I do believe. But anyway, a disastrous ending for the Mets. Musgrove went seven shutout innings. Game over. Uh, He was great. Padres pitching, overcoming the Mets heralded pitching. Everybody thinking Scherzer and DeGrom are going to get them out. But yeah, from 10.5 up on June 1st to goodbye uh, in the wild card series for the New York Mets. Now the Padres go on to face the vaunted Dodgers. Uh, that's going to be uh, tough. They got a lot of wins. I know that about yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah, the Dodgers are definitely the favorite. And the Padres, um, it, being in the NLS, they know them very well. And the Dodgers are continue to kick their ass. So we we'll, sort of we'll have see. three underdogs right now. Three teams that, like, like you, you said, the, the Guardians definitely has an underdog. He's Mariners for sure. Yeah. And then you could include the Padres having to take on the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, it's not really surprising because these teams have to win these wild card series to get in and yeah. they're playing the better teams. I get that, but they feel like significant sort of underdogs. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the Padres, definitely the Mariners. I'd say the Guardians, they should be. But I guess um, you said they like, can't lose. No, the they're, last, like, yeah, games they're, they're on fire. Okay. And, and to, to set up our final wild card series, we'll get into this one now. Phillies Cardinals. The Phillies defeated the Cardinals two games to zero in an upset. Cardinals were the favorite. Uh, just to go back to uh, game one, another odd situation. It's 0-0 in the seventh. Cardinals get a pinch hit, two-run homer from Juan Yepes. So they're looking good. They're up 2-0. And with one out in the top of the eighth, they bring in their closer. And there's been a lot of hype around Ryan Helsley because he throws the heat. Mm. He threw the fastest pitch this season. How fast do you think it was? 106? No, not that fast. Oh. Too much. 103. 
four? Four. All yeah, right. he throws he throws 102, 103. A couple weeks ago, he threw 104, and there's hype around this guy. Oh, let's get the national media to see this guy. And so he comes in, gets a couple outs in the eighth, and then he comes out for the ninth, and the Cardinals implode. So Helsley loads the bases, then he hit a batter to bring in the Phillies' first run. It's 2-1. Then the trainers are out looking at Helsley's fingers, and they take him out. Now, not we're not showing any of the footage. It's not as interesting <laughs> right. as the Pete Fairbanks footage, but... Helsley apparently jammed his finger a couple weeks ago, so that was bothering him. But again, you bring in the eighth, maybe he would have got through the ninth. Right, if, anyways, right, right. ah, you can God. sit back and armchair quarterback this thing. Anyways, it's 2-1, bases loaded with one out. The Cardinals bring the infield in, which I've never known that to be a move. When you can turn a double play because mm-hmm. the bases are loaded, but you bring the infield in to cut it off at home. Right, right. To prevent the tying run at that point. That be the yeah, thing? to yeah. prevent the tying run, but you could prevent the tying run with a double play as well. But anyways, it's punched through the drawn-in infield, Ooh. and it's punched through because the second baseman didn't have a good angle on it. He was way too close. He didn't have the room, uh, the range to be able to go get it. So it went right by him, 3-2 Phillies, and they ended up scoring six runs, which doesn't happen very yeah. often. Blew it open. Yeah, to uh, to win that game. 6-2. And you know who had the hit, uh, the the game-winning hit, that one that went through the infield? Gene. Parmigiana. S- <laughs> Gene Segura. Oh. And I wanted to say Gene just because uh, you had your Gene's rant. On, oh, that's why. Uh, yeah, that's I'm wondering why, why you were testing me on this. Full-time Gene. Full-time Gene's. Full-time Gene's. <laughs> yeah, it's nearly yeah. full-time Gene season down here. Getting close. Absolutely, it's getting close. And uh, I also wanted to hear you say Gene Parmesan. That's great. Uh, well, but... Norma Jean, too. I'm trying to watch this Marilyn Monroe movie. It's on Netflix. Holy crap. <laughs> you got to watch it in different – you got to set aside a whole week to watch this thing. It's weird. It's really weird. Um, so it's not a movie then? It is a movie. It's a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Oh, okay. But it's – I'm telling – it honestly doesn't feel like a movie. It's strange. Strange. Okay. Holler at me in the uh, the bleacher creatures here if you're trying to watch uh, – what is it? Blondie, I think it's called. Anyway. Blonde. <laughs> blonde, thank Just you. Just blonde, Just yeah. blonde. How long? It shows you it's two-and-a-half hours. It's long. It's very, very long. <laughs> How Norma far Jean, though. You? I always like that. That's her real name. Yeah. A fine name. Totally. Nothing wrong with Norma Jean. I, well, I guess Marilyn Marilyn Monroe, Monroe is – yeah, I guess. Or is that just us thinking that because that's, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Would you rather watch Norma Jean, what's it called? Blonde. Would yeah. you rather watch Blonde or five hours of baseball, 15 innings? <laughs> 15 innings of uh, high-pressure baseball, mm. yeah. Yeah. No, I, can't, I have Good to answer. be honest. I'm not – a lot of people are saying they turned it off. It's weird. It's – it's just tough. It's just honestly, it's just weird. That's the best word for it. Now, my buddy Grish, our buddy Grish, your buddy Grish, he says that the uh, the out. I, I turned it off about an hour in. He says it gets better. So he says the middle hour, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, from hour from hour one to hour two of the movie is the best. Then it gets weirder at the end. Mm. So maybe I need to go back uh, to bring it full circle though, baseball style. Joe DiMaggio has just showed up. Ah, D- ah. daddy. Yeah. She calls him daddy. She calls uh, a lot of her uh, lovers daddy. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, sounds like a big uh, poppy in baseball term. <laughs> <laughs> David Ortiz shows up at the end. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a, a No Dogs podcast. First hour, eh. second hour, boom, hits yeah, here. Right. Hits here with the good stuff. Save right. it. Anyways, and then it gets weird. And then it gets then weird. Then it gets weird. Sure.
All right. Blonde on yep. Netflix. Yep. Okay. Uh, not game, an ad. Game, not an ad. Game two of this Phillies Cardinal series. Phillies win game one, okay. ninth, ninth inning. Not exciting uh, last final game, I'd say. Kind of a, for a closeout, kind of a ho-hum closeout of, of all four closeouts this weekend. They just got to business. Aaron Nola pitched a gem for the Phillies. Bryce Harper homeward. It was just a 2 nothing Phillies win, a 2 nothing Phillies sweep over the Cardinals. But that means Albert Pujols is very, 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 very likely done in Major League Baseball. Oh, that's not – he has not confirmed that he's not playing anymore. Yeah, no. Because he he's like, damn, I'm good again. He did say earlier in the year, this is his last yeah, year. Yeah, that was before he was in all these diggers. It was before he turned it on. Yeah. He did not look like the Albert Pujols of, of the last few years this season. Uh, he did have a couple hits in what will likely be yeah, his final MLB game. 42 years, 265 days old. Only one player has ever hit a multi, sorry, has ever had a multi-hit postseason game at an older age <laughs> than 42, 265. Who's that player? <laughs> oh, God. You know, you know it. Julio I start, Franco? Julio Franco. Ah, that's the only old guy I know. Yeah. yeah. He had, uh, Call him daddy. Call <laughs> him oh, granddaddy. Uh, yeah, he, Julio Franco... Just for for the uninitiated, he had uh, five multi-hit postseason games older than at an older age than Albert wow. Pujols is now, and his last one was at 45, 45 years of age. Jesus, he was he had the young genes, thanks to Jason Stark <laughs> uh, for that. Uh, also, probably the end of Yadier Molina's career and Adam Wainwright's career, also up in the air. Um, very sad stuff for Cardinals fans, but the most sad thing is the best name in baseball has now been eliminated. Lars Newtbar. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Anyway, that's his name. Newtbar. How do you spell Newtbar? N double O T B double A R. Wow. <laughs> wow, I would have never gone double O double A. Hey, uh, this Halloween, though, uh, parents, check your kids' newt bars that they get. Yeah, check them. You don't know what's in those. You never know. Can't trust anybody nowadays. Uh, so the Braves will be hosting the Phillies in the last DS. And, yeah, Braves definitely the favorite yeah, yeah. here. They're they're looking, they're the favorites. Now, so. you're, go- you're going down to game one, aren't you? Are you I'm not? going down to game one, baby. You come with me or what? Well, you said it's a 1 o'clock start. One, old 1 p.m. start. The Classic Factory will still be pumping. Trey and Graydon and JD will be pumping out of no breaks oh, right, as right, this right. game's going on. Right. That's that's why Trey was very angry. These are the world champs. Oh, that's why he's extra he's throwing angry. A- yeah, okay, I see. <laughs> he was very angry about a matinee game. I get it. They are the defending champs, but now it makes more sense. He can't he's got go. a show he's got to be doing. Well, he's going to be going Wednesday to game two, which is 4.30, a little bit later. Okay. SRO? SRO. Yeah, what are those That's go the for? Only way. That's the only way to go. Okay. Standing yeah, they're 40, 50. Yeah, yeah but... okay. No. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I mean, yeah, think about think it. Think about it. I'm going to think about there it. There should be a championship series we can go to as well. Oh, you think the Braves are yeah. getting by the Phillies? Okay. Yeah, again, problem with these wild card series for these teams that don't get the buys that have to pitch their wild card. They, they're only going to get to throw their best pitchers once in this coming series. Yeah, okay. So they, they have their best pitchers. Nola pitched on Saturday. He's going to need Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off at the very least. Um, he's going to need Wednesday off as well. So their number one guy can't go until game two. And if he goes in game two, he's not going to be able to pitch game five. So that's why he's uh, only yeah, in there yeah. for one game. While the Braves are chilling. They're throwing out Freed. 
And then he can throw in game one, and then he can throw in game four or five. He's rested. I, st- I don't – well, in th- oh, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, this is all in theory, yes, right? Yes, a lot but, of theory. Uh, I like that in the sense like you are – it seems like you're playing for something in addition to home field advantage to uh, get the bye. Yes. That's a hell of a, an advantage in theory, but exactly. who knows? Baseball, eh, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's some weird stuff that happens in baseball. I mean, it was weird looking back to the World Series last year. The Braves had – when we're talking about starting pitching, they had two bullpen games where they started yeah, yeah, relievers. Yeah. yeah, they started relievers, and they won the World Series because they just pitched you know five guys. They didn't need it was Morton last year, and and they didn't need their starters. Do they teams still have four starting pitchers, or is that even a thing of yesterday? in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, yeah they, like, you can go three or four. Yeah, okay. a lot a lot of teams go three. I think. Um, and and on that note, the Braves are confident that Spencer Strider will return, and he's he's sort of borderline their their number three guy. Okay, Freed, Wright, and then it's Strider or Morton. They can go four deep, no problem. But they want him against the Phillies because in he pitched incredible in their four in four games against Philly. He was four and zero with a one twenty seven ERA. So they want him out there. Gotcha. Well, that's it. So that's you it. think we're getting Dodgers Braves? Again. I hope so. Yeah. Now, some people don't like that just because they don't want to see the same teams over and over again. They want to see some new blood. And also, yeah, as as we see, they, the, the large markets, as in basketball as well, they get featured as well. So, you know... I don't know. It's just it's just another sort of point that that points to the haves and the haves-nots in baseball. Mm-hmm. Haves and the have-nots just means that all these teams on the bottom, like the, the Guardians included, they'll never necessarily pay for a great team. And so, I don't know. It, it just Again, it just highlights that there's teams that don't pay for it and teams that do. Right. And so teams are, or fans that criticize the game just say, oh, man, just the teams that pay for it. Baseball, come on, get some parody, please. Yeah, that part is a little strange. Dan says here, though, in the Bleacher Creatures, uh, I'm all about the rubber match. Dan wants, I guess, round three. Braves Dodgers. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. Which, I mean, that part's fun. That part is fun for Braves and Dodgers fans. Uh, <laughs> right. But what about the rest of the league? Anyway. Good point. All right. Uh, we will get to uh, something fun after the break. Uh, tweet of the night goes to me, but also to <laughs> everyone, everyone out there as well that chimed in. We'll be right back. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams, trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors Row or ride at home or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. 
Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Wouldn't you love to travel without the actual, you know, traveling part? For example, I want to go to Lisbon, let's say. I just snap my fingers, I'm there. No driving to the airport, no flight delays, no fools at security who still don't know that, yes, you need to take your laptop out of your bag and place it in the tray. Oh my God, how long have we been doing this? Travel without traveling. I want it both ways, but that's not possible. It is with Mack Weldon, though. Guys tend to think looking sharp means starchy Oxfords and stiff chinos rather than effortless comfort. But this is possible to have it both ways. Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. From their light-as-air underwear to innovative anti-odor tees and versatile yet comfortable pants, Mack Weldon has a full range of clothes that never go out of style. I've got it all. I got the air-knit underwear. I got the Ace Collection sweatpants. I've got the Silver Peak Polo. Everything fits perfectly. All I get is compliments. Mack Weldon has figured this stuff out. Because performance fabric usually means clothes that look or feel sort of techy or shiny. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of a busy life. They look like regular clothes, which is good. I want regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with the promo code NODUNKS. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code NODUNKS. Welcome back to Nobunts. Bleacher Creatures chiming in, doing well. They're commenting on Blonde. Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> CLM19, Blonde is tough. Yeah. Turned it off. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> I love skeets, he also says, uh, or she says. Um, Blondie the band is much more entertaining, says Dan Leventhal. That's true. <laughs> Where's that biopic? It's coming. It's got to be. Yeah. You, you, you give it enough years, we'll have one. Yeah. CLM19 also saying Grish is lying. I guess oh, this, about I guess it this get, about second it better. Hour. Yeah. Uh, Jay Dersinski saying boo Dodgers. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. The Mets games were pl- painful. Yeah, they were. They were, according to CLM19. Yeah, they were. Anyways, this might be painful to you, to some of you, because I'm just going to pat myself on the back. Uh, tweet of the night time. Mm, tweet of the night. Wow. Tweet. Ah. Uh, Oh. Sorry, <laughs> that voice caught me by surprise. Uh, what? The Twitter. Oh, that voice. <laughs> right. I was like, he's back. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> uh, should we change that? Uh, no, I think we gotta keep it. Almost. Yeah, That's we'll keep it. Yeah. Is he gonna sue us? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, too many bunts this weekend. Yeah. I tweeted today's show can't be called no bunts. Padres just buttoning all over the place. <laughs> I asked, what should we call it? That's where you guys came in. You guys did great. Mo Bunts, according to Patrick Lagarde. Mo Bunts. Pro yeah. Bunts. Pro Bunts. Oh, Pro Bunts, yeah. From the trainer stake. All right. Whoa, Bunts. From learn <laughs> underscore 23. Oh, pretty good. Some great ones. No Blasts from Drop the Bates. Whoops, all Bunts. From Sad Dad Party. 
No bunts bracket bunts edition from Macchiato guy. <laughs> I like that one. I like that. No box. No box question mark from Pun and Dunn seventy six. Oh bunts from Amelia Earhart. <laughs> My bunt hurts from Roy Henninger. No Jays from Michael Prinz. No Mets from You Blunder forty four. Bunts don't lie, baby from Big Dummy. Go bunts from Hard Seltzer. No bracket thing. But and bracket bunts, so nothing but bunts. Oh, it's uh, definitely yeah. a gotta see, gotta visual. See that one, yeah. But that was a good one. That yeah. was a good one. Belinda L eighty five. We're almost done. Can O W bunts? No bunts. That's good from the real yeah. M Pang. The Bunskitball Jones from Simon D <laughs> okay. Treater. And now last we're, now one, we're reaching. Shiny ears from Sam likes eggs. Oh, it's a reference I now get. Yes, thanks for the show. Great stuff. Great stuff. So well done out there. Thank you for chiming in. Thank you for uh, chiming in in the stream team slash you bleacher creatures out there doing a great job live on YouTube. You want to make any predictions here? I, I Yeah. Got, okay. You go ahead. Go, remind me of who you're taking. I am definitely taking the Cleveland Guardians over the New York Yankees. Get out of here, Yankees. Okay. I'm taking the Strohs, though. So Guardians, Strohs in the ALCS. Okay. No doubt. And I'm taking the Braves because I got to, and, and they're the favorite. Um, uh, doesn't want to take the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't want to take the Dodgers. But, yeah, I like the idea of the uh, rubber match. Yeah. Why not? Braves-Dodgers. I think you can lock in Braves-Dodgers. I think mm. we'll be getting that again. Mm. Uh, and I will flip it up on you. The okay. opposite of you. I'm going Yankees. Uh, going through versus yeah. the team of destiny. <laughs> Get your shoes on your head for the Seattle Mariners. I go Mariners to beat the uh, who do you say Astros? Who you keep telling me is really good. So are there uh, fishing shoes? I mean, if you're a Mariner, shouldn't There's you have put those? Yes. On, put those on your head. Who's going to be the a heavy shoe, heavy boot to wear on your head? Yeah, that takes some neck what's muscles. The, what's the best shoe to wear on your head? Probably a fly knit. Very light. Super light. Very, very light. Yeah, but a galosh would... A go, is this singular galoshes? A galosh. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't wow. even know. Are they even called galoshes? After I said it out loud. No, that's they're the word. Is yeah. it? Wow. 100%. Yeah. But yeah. that's what fishermen wear. Yeah, galoshes. Not on their head. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it would look great. Like, you're a mariner, and you got your fishing boot on yeah. your head. Oh, uh, hip, hip waders. Yeah. How would it stay? I don't know. But well, if people, yeah, people can come prepared and have, you know, some sort of mechanism, or it's not balancing on their head. You know, they tie it into their hair or something, like tie it around their neck. You're going to see so many people with them on their heads, exactly. right? Especially when it's when they're playing these games in Seattle. Well, or do you wait? Or is it like, well, I was writing when the Jays were losing the first game. Uh, I got in our chat saying, hey, when do we? When do the rally caps go on? What's yeah. the What's the ruling? <laughs> I think uh, our buddy Turbo he said. Uh, he said fifth inning, if I remember. Mm-hmm. It's like, if we're still trailing, you know, four zip in the fifth, that's when the rally caps go on. Mm. That sounds about right. That sounds Because you can't right. rally too early. Or maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe you should be rallying as soon as you're down. But we uh, we talked about uh, this while we were watching the game. I, I talked about it with Trey. That they slip in the opposing viewing parties so quickly. That you're almost like, well, where well, is this game? Yeah, are they at home? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, what's happening here? Are these, are these Mariners fans... In Toronto, what's going on? Uh, so they, yeah, they just got to throw up uh, the, old, little, the old the yeah. old Yeah, live Seattle. Yeah, you know? live. They should, they should. Safe go field. Oh, that's not the name. You know, something like that. Just throw it up there. 
Would are you when you do a rally cap? Are you baseball cap inside out or are you shark fin? I uh, yeah, I've always done inside out. Uh, I do like the shark fin. <laughs> it looks cool. Turbo said that. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> shark like the I guess you're just wearing it like almost half on your head with the the bill of the hat straight up. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's are you team shark fin or are you team inside out? Or I guess team shoe now. Shoe now. <laughs> John Shoe now. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for Shoe now. But uh, check out our No Dunks previews going on all this weekend, Monday through Friday. It's a five parter, of course, as the NBA season approaches. Yes, baby. We talked about Jordan Poole and the Draymond Green incident in today's part one. There will be an Is This Good coming up with Matty O this week. There will be a No Breaks on its own feed there will be a no buffs describe explaining the uh, talking about the latest survivor episode on its own feed Mm -hmm. so uh the classic factory is uh it's pumping out the hits yeah as one commenter put it there's no dunks there's no breaks there's no bunts there's no buffs and there's no lee Mm -hmm. unfortunately anymore well done traveling the globe playing pickup basketball yeah someone should do that for baseball We'll see how Lee does first. And figure it out. <laughs> I think there are going to be people copying Leo. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Scrimmaging. You know, it's it's a weird word. I, actually, I was in a softball league, got a message saying, uh, yeah, that team that we played against last week, they want to scrimmage. Baseball scrimmage. It's weird. Yeah. You know? I don't, what do you call it? Just a fake game. <laughs> fake game. <laughs> yeah? That's what I'm going to say. I want to play a fake game. Uh, all right. We're done here. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Yeah, let me take this. Yeah, you got yeah, this. Flip it on its head here. Uh, thanks for joining us. And remember, fake games are real games. <laughs> it's all a game in my eyes. May I embrace the fake games. <laughs> it's a lot tougher than it looks. How you do this all the time? <laughs> Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.